welcome to Better Overhaul Saul, an episode-by-episode episode podcast about Better Call Saul, beginning with season three. I'm Talia Ripley, and Ethan Crane's just driven off to do some proper work after recording the actual podcast, leaving me to do this intro. So I've just got to let you know that because Better Call Saul is a spin-off from Breaking Bad, we do tend to have a lot of Breaking Bad spoilers. So don't listen to us if you haven't watched all that. Um, we are discussing this week episode 8 of season 3 called Slip. We talk about a cool but completely unnecessarily pill drop. Um, Kim and Howard barking out dog commands to each other. And how exit interviews tend to be a bit literal when leaving a career in drug dealing. So um, as we've had before in some of the Better Call Saul episodes... We have another kind of uh, cold opening bit, don't we, before the credits? Yeah, yeah. Where it's all a bit confusing as to what's going on, isn't it, to start with? Kind of like, well, not confusing, but but it's uh, it's like, you know, it's not straightforward part of the narrative as we know it kind of thing. And uh, and here, like, um, you know, I wasn't even sure who the two people were in the room for quite some time, because once again, they like to make it really dark. <laughs> yeah, with no darkness. lighting, yeah. Yeah, sure. But it's... Um, so this one, we, we eventually find out, don't we, that it's um, it's Jimmy when he's younger, isn't it? A bit younger, bit but not younger. super younger. Not, yeah. Going back to the, the, the sort of station where, where we've seen him before, haven't we? There's a bit where we see him as a little boy in a flashback way back in the yeah. last season. He's in his hometown, basically, isn't yeah. it, with his old mate who does scams with. Yeah, I think yeah. we've seen him before. Yeah, he was in season, uh, season one, wasn't he? Yeah, quite scammer. a scammer. Yeah. yeah. In fact, maybe it's just before they go off, because they do the coin thing, don't they? I think we've seen them do that another right, episode. What, what do you think it might be this coin thing? So I think maybe, yeah, we're just seeing something that we've actually just seen. Yeah. This is a scene before and a scene we've seen before. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But I mean, it wasn't completely clear, was it, even by the end of the episode, what this um, opening scene was about, really, was it? Or how, how it fitted into the rest of the, the, rest of the story? Did you, what did you think? Okay, well, my theory yeah. is that... So I figured, well, one thing, that, that coin collection sort of represents um, Jimmy's... Dishonesty, doesn't it really? As, as opposed to his father's intense honesty. Yes. You know, his yeah. father wanted to give this particular coin, so desperate to give it back, you know, so yeah. wrecked, wrecked with guilt over over the whole thing. And uh, he felt it was sort of incumbent on him. Like, he, it was almost like Jimmy felt it was his moral duty to steal it, you know. Yes, he was kind way. of very critical of his dad, wasn't really, he? Yeah, but, he yeah. feels like his dad yeah. wasn't just being, he was wrong, you know. Yeah. And then he said, obviously, then that started him thinking, well, I'm going to take that also just anything else that I think could be valuable. I don't know this thing about common coins sometimes having more value than their, their, their nominal value. Um, so it's sort of like the coin collection, anyway, represents his dishonesty. That's Yes. So I was thinking that coin collection is kind of Saul, the Saul side of Jimmy, if yeah. you split him up in that way. You know, the side that was into doing dodgy things before he became a lawyer yeah, and is now coming out because we see a couple of, um, uh, you know, things in which he does things that are pretty dodgy, kind of classic, I fell over and I'm going to sue you or the yeah. thing with the, um, with, the, uh, with the guy where he's supposed to be picking up litter and whatnot. And so he, he uses his powers for ill or whatever. Yeah. That feels, I mean, that feels like that he is turning into Saul Goodman to some yeah. extent. Um, and I thought that was so... I mean, I didn't think it was like, whoa, this is a... It, it wasn't like one of those fantastic flashbacks where 
it tells you something, it thinks it tells you that, but then you realise it's telling you so much more. Like the one we had with Texas Salamanca, um, yeah. where it was kind of like, it told you so much about Gus's character compared to Hector's, didn't it? when they're at the Greek yeah. drug dealers in Mexico. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then, or the one with Rebecca and Chuck, I really liked, Yes, that, that comes back. Yeah. Um, so, no, I thought it was, a, it, yeah, I wasn't too, like, sold on it. I kind of always, like... It's part of the way that we like story building. We kind of like those flashbacks, don't we? We feel yeah. they're giving us some sort of little insight that's um, interesting, but I didn't think it was the most exciting. No, I didn't feel the most insightful one this one. Mm. I mean, you're, I think you're right. It's, the, it's kind of this what this episode's about as far as Jimmy's concerned, isn't it? We're still, we're still very much in the, part, in the story of how does Jimmy become so good with yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to say, like... By the end of this episode, I'm, I'm slightly worried that it's going to be a slightly pedestrian change from Jimmy into Saul. It's mm, okay. I can't quite see where the great, the great sort of like surprises are going to come at the moment because mm. well, so so the bits in here we see, like you say, we see Jimmy with the litter collection yeah. guy doing community service, and he's that's a very Saul Goodman thing that he's doing, isn't it? And 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 he talks very much in here, doesn't he, about. Um, you know, he says to Kim, doesn't he, when he's lying on his with the guitar in his uh, in his office, and says, uh, he says, "Oh, sorry for having a go at you. People are just shit, or something, doesn't he?" Or I can't remember the yeah, phrase he uses exactly, but yeah, 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 people are shit, and my back hurts, or something. Yeah, and I'm I'm not completely convinced by the idea that the Jimmy changing to Saul is just down to his experience of people being a bit rubbish, like. I feel like I want more than that. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. So just being like he's had some bad... Yeah, you want something rather than just a little bit of general life disillusionment. You want a, a thing. I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't say... I don't think there's definitely not going to be a bigger thing. Do you think? I and hope, he's always yeah. been a little bit Saul-y, hasn't he? So yeah. he's just got these twin... If you're going to call it the Jimmy and Saul kind of parts of him. They're, yeah. They're both... They're, they've, you know... At one point he was very much... A, uh, very much like that. Yeah, you know, Jimmy was uh, a hustler and whatnot. And then he became the more clean living Jimmy. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. To a certain extent, it's quite as clean as he ever got. Yeah. As being a lawyer. Mm, yeah, but we what? Yeah, we do need something a little bit more dramatic. If it's just going to be a slow decline into Saul Goodman, that's that's not going to be very no, satisfying, I'm sure is it? That's not yeah. How go. I mean, we're going to have the point where he gets his uh, lawyer's license back as well. Obviously, that's going to be. Make a bit of difference, but actually, won't make that big a difference, will he? He'll just carry on doing some lawyerly things. Yeah. Let's just see. Yeah. Let's just see. Yeah. Um. That was my main kind of takeaway from this episode, really. I think I was thinking lots, about this episode. Yeah. Have lots of like little bits, as little catch up with practically everybody. Yeah. Don't we, really? Yeah. Apart um, from Gus, maybe a little bit of Gus. A little but, bit of Gus. That's yeah. True. True. Not very much. Yeah. Um, so we see a little bit of Mike, but not yeah. lots. So his story. Um, yeah. So we first see him out in the desert, don't we? Digging things yeah. up. Yeah. So he's got a metal detector. He's hunting. I presume that it was his plan to find the ring on somebody's finger. Um, I don't know if that would work, you know, a metal detector being strong enough to find just a... Anyway. Maybe, uh, anyway, I, I was a bit confused about that. Well, who, whose body is it? I was hoping you'd know. <laughs> I don't... So my, my surmising... Oh, yeah. I'm not sure we're even supposed to know, though, really. My surmising is that after Mike's conversation with Nacho uh, mm-hmm. in the previous episode, or maybe the one before, I think it's the previous episode, yeah, um, where he realizes Nacho's plan to um, 
switch Hector's pills and therefore to kill try and kill Hector. Um it's got some I feel it's got something to do with that. Something to do with yeah. is is Mike trying to implicate Hector for something? Is this a body that he knows that Hector's dumped well, or something? I wondered if it was something to do with the truck. You know how he holds up a truck and uh somebody tries to help the driver there's a some some very innocent passerby who gets oh, killed yes. i wonder if it's his body oh yes possibly but then yeah. i don't really even know if that gets very far well that was something that was really bugging mike wasn't it because he he yeah. felt really bad that an innocent person had been killed because so of perhaps it's just returning it to their loved ones but maybe yes I'm not sure we're completely supposed to know what that was about no yet, no we? i don't think yeah. we are so and he makes a phone call doesn't he yeah this is the weird thing Okay, so I heard heard the phone call as he's phoning somebody up to say, well, I was trespassing. Phone the police. But he says, I thought he says, I was on your property. Was that he phoning was the... the was, it, uh, was it like the, the Native American police or something? Do they have a, their own police force? Is that who he was calling? I, I know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But I, that, but I, I might I have even heard that, that wrong. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should listen back. But, yeah. um, you know... Um, so anyway, there we go, and he very coolly, and obviously doesn't give anything away, so yeah. he's, he's just managed to exhume the body and yeah. get it found. We'd just make, pin, put a pin in that, and see yes. where it goes. Now we'll see how, see how that goes, yes. Um, I like the way uh, Mike wipes the, uh, the payphone with the, yeah. his fingerprints at the end of everything. Obviously, yeah. obviously Mike would do that. He yeah. does his business. Yeah. Um, we've also got Chuck, he's got yeah. a few sort of significant scenes in here, so he's... Yeah. He starts off talking to his doctor about how his treatment's going. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Seems to be slightly medicated. Does he mention some? Yes. Some sort of a, yeah. He's talking about all the records he's kept of as he would. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah, you would understand. Yeah. Yeah. Did you believe? You know, he says, you know, when she says, "What? What's your goal? What do you want? You know, what's the next yeah. step? What do you want to do?" And he says, and he starts talking about, "I want to um, get. I want to be." A trial lawyer again get back yeah. to work and uh, then I want to turn the lights on in here and he starts saying well, I want to have a big party and yeah. I want to surround myself with you know fam with, with, with friends and colleagues yeah I was thinking that is I've not known that Chuck whatsoever that's no but maybe he was like that before he oh. yeah I don't know the Chuck I could envisage a Chuck saying, I feel, you know, maybe I'd like to invite Rebecca back and maybe yeah. I might have a small intimate dinner with her. But I didn't quite buy this Chuck who's suddenly coming over like his brother almost and being like, you know, full True. Of, I'm full of bonhomie. And but maybe he's exaggerating to himself as well. It could be. Yeah. It could be. And I, did, I, and I, liked, I thought it was significant the fact he said... Um, I want to invite loads or be surrounded by friends and colleagues and didn't mention any of his family or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, which I think, yeah, you yeah. automatically say family, wouldn't you? But obviously yeah. he's got none left that he wants to be bothered with. And the idea, and I think that's a very, I don't know, the idea that you would say you have a party and surround myself with colleagues feels like such a son of, I suppose it's really sad to me somehow that that would be, you know, surround yourself with people you work with. It's uh, those are presumably the only contacts yeah. he has left um but so, yeah, what, what do you think that scene with the doctor is about is it about saying is it just about the doctor's you know saying oh look he's just informing us he's getting better but the doctor's saying oh, we might not be better i thought it was a a thing of saying 
that Chuck is at some point going to be completely better and will probably be another significant um, bone of attention for Jimmy, I imagine. And we do also um, have him just talk about the sort of difficulty he found knowing that he'd been had this battery next to him and how hard that was. Yeah, well, in some ways that's helping him, isn't it? Because yeah. it's showing him that it's a psychological thing. Yes. Yeah, rather than anything actually to do with electricity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he says that. I think that's the other thing as well. Maybe that scene was about to show you that Chuck now, thanks to Jimmy in many ways, is now knows that it's a, it's a mental illness of his rather than anything. Yeah. Okay. And do you think so? He's got. We also know he's strong enough to, although he's put into this really stressful situation of going to the grocery store and for him going past. Do you know what I kept thinking? It's like, I really understand how Chuck feels about supermarkets. Yeah. How does he do my head in with that kind of glowy light and everything? Yeah. Um, but I quite like that scene of him walking down the aisles with all the throbbing yeah. um, freezers on either side of him, taking to the soy milk. Um, but he does it. We know, you know, we, we leave him on a scene thinking he's going to just collapse, but then we see him a little bit later. With Howard back with at his Howard. house, yeah. Yeah, so he's obviously made it back again, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Howard brings back in the thing about the malpractice suite from last... Yeah. Malpractice insurance, insurance wasn't thing. it? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't say much else, does he? No, I it? guess that's another hook for... Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like this episode, because we were talking about last episode, weren't we, that like, the last episode wasn't quite so satisfying somehow, was it? It seemed to... restart things, I suppose. Yeah, and this is restarting with lots of hooks for the future. We've got the hooks with... You know, what the hell's Mike doing? Mike's got a plan. Yeah. We always like a yeah. Mike plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chuck's getting better. What's going to happen with that? But now there's stuff about the malpractice thing. Yeah. We don't want happening with Jimmy's that. Jimmy's got a few things going. I mean, there's yeah. always... We kind of like it, don't we, with um, a story if you have a... Hey, it looks all dreadful, you know. Um, well, it's just because we get onto the Jimmy stuff, but there's a few turn-ups for that. So that feels sort of yeah. positive, although there was nothing massive. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's a kind of idling along again. Yeah. How many? Because this is episode eight. Are they... Eight of ten. Eight of ten. Yeah. Okay, so so we're kind of... We need something to kind of get cracking a bit. Well, we, yeah, you've got to have a climactic end of the season, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it, I would expect it to start moving a lot more next week. Was yeah. Chuck holding the Financial Times? Like British. Chuck. Yeah, when he was going to supermarket, he has a, it looks like a Financial Times. We have seen the Financial Times in, in before, yeah. So you do have that in the... Okay, yeah. fair enough. Remember in the photograph where the Jimmy oh, gets yeah. Mike's take yeah, with yeah. the lantern is a Financial Times. It's probably the same prop. Yeah, well, probably. Really expensive newspaper. Yeah. So I just had to mention again about uh, Howard, who... I really like when Howard turns up, because Howard is such a dick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In all, the, all his scenes, like... Like, did you see when he when he meets Chuck outside of the house, yeah. and Chuck says, "Do you want to come in?" And Howard walks in that incredibly stiff-armed way that he, he always does. You must, I wonder how must take quite some effort to walk like that for the actor. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, amazingly uncomfortable in his own skin, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a joy to watch. Uh, and, and also quite uh, joyful the scene with Kim in the restaurant as well. Yes, and, and Howard. So yeah. she has a little sort of plot line, doesn't she, with her... She meets up with Mesa Verde people. Mesa yeah. Verde, is that Mesa something? Verde, yeah. Mesa Verde. Um, quite like, I quite like the character, Paige's father. I um, can't remember his name, the character's name, but he's talking about, like, from some... Paige's father? Which one? Paige's father? Uh, well, it's the, the, the guy. So her dad, isn't it? Oh, is he? Yeah. I don't know that. Is no? He? Oh, maybe he is. I, don't, I have no idea. Paige's father. 
He said, I just thought of him as the other guy who works for Mesa Verde. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, anyway, let's we'll okay. see. Um, but he's just talking about uh, some friend of his that he wants, you know, uh, Kim to pick up some, you know, complicated sounding job for. And he just said, he doesn't know, I think I wrote it down right, he doesn't know whether to shit or wind his watch. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's that great bit when they're having a meal and obviously Kim's very put off yeah. when um, Howard comes in and then Howard comes over and just yeah. does that incredibly uncomfortable scene where she sort of stands up and he says, sit. Yeah, and then she does the same to him back again a bit yes. later. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So Kim seems... It's a little bit of a kind of thread of her um, unprofessionalness in front of... Yeah, she's done that before, in the other yeah. episode, one so, or two before, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, other than that, she still seems to be absolutely on top of the ball. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I, I really like the scenes, actually, where a very buttoned-up Kim slightly gets angry or loses it. Like, there's a, there's a really... It must be quite a hard thing to act, I imagine, like that. She is, yeah. yeah, she's so tight. So she yeah. is infuriated by Howard and goes off yeah. and writes him a cheque. And to be fair, everything she says to Howard about Chuck outside when they're standing waiting for she's waiting for her car is completely fair enough, isn't it? Like, you know, he was trying to he says that he's uh having to repair all the damage that Kim and Jimmy did to the firm's reputation because of Chuck how Chuck behaved in court. But really they have been just covering up his illness for some time, haven't they? That's yeah. very true. Yeah. You could say though that they did that because of something that Jimmy had totally done. I mean, going back to the whole taking the Messe Verde thing, I mean, as they, you know, they would probably accept that to be true. That, But then, it, then again, uh, Howard's firm were also uh, trying to get, trying to hide Chuck's condition whilst getting the Messe Verde contract, weren't they? They were in no way letting on that that's how yes, They how were Chuck hiding, was. but they, they had like cunning um, faults of omission maybe, but what Jimmy did was a definitively more illegal and more dodgy thing. True. But yeah. But I don't think Kim's accusation of saying that, that they were hiding nope, Chuck's no, illnesses no, no. in any way wrong. No, yeah. probably fair enough. Um, but he doesn't take the money off her in a kind of rather aggressive <laughs> yeah. refusal to be kind of... Yeah. Uh, let her have her conscience back, I guess. I thought, did you notice the amount on the cheque was like something like $14,000? Yeah. Oh, well, that's not very much for like a legal... <laughs> yeah. Legal... What, no, what but, was it supposed to be for? Remember, it is, you know, we, is, we are set in the past. It's her, law, her law school fees. Law school fees, so, yeah. I don't know, maybe... Yeah, but it's only set early 2000s, aren't we? We've not set that long ago. And maybe thinking. she'd also have paid off some of it in her whilst she's been working. Possibly. This was a figure that when she left, uh, Howard said, you don't need to pay that back, wasn't it? Yeah. Because that was money that she was paying back whilst working yeah. for yeah. HHM, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought for a minute, oh, that's going to be a big deal. Like, she's given that money in a fit of, like, rage, and now she's going to be quite short of money. So yes, that's what I thought as well. Jimmy, but yeah. that's not the case. Yeah. If anything, the storyline goes about her, you know, feeling more comfortable with her work, feeling that she's got more money coming in. Then she talks to Jimmy. Jimmy's in his bit of a grouchy because he really has hurt his back when he fell. Yeah, yeah. idiot. So he has. He has a bit at least, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. But um, then she makes that decision to take this other person's case as well. So the you know the Messaverde, the friend of the guy from Messaverde, yeah. yeah. 
So why, why did, you, did you get her? Did you believe that this woman who has been so busy, like as she said something about you were fine yesterday, and he says you didn't see me yesterday, that was Tuesday. Yeah. So, you know, which is a nice, concise way of saying this woman's been working insanely busy. Yeah. Um, did you believe that she would be, I mean, that's just a little ridiculous, almost masochistic to, to take on the additional uh, case. Um, and is she doing it because she doesn't believe that Jimmy's got the money? Is that the... Is that why she's doing it? No, I, no, I don't think so. Because she goes in and she sort of... I mean, she's already thinking, I'll be okay. Yeah. Money-wise, it's probably fine. I don't need to do this other, you know, this other thing. And it's just... I don't know. No, I don't know. Is it maybe it does worry her, just thinking, mm, I don't know if I do trust him to... Actually, no, no, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was slightly confused about that. I mean, I didn't even... So, so to begin before she had a conversation with Jimmy, she was just basically saying she'd had a little look over it and was going to send it back. Yeah. And now she was saying she's going to take the case on. Sort so of a like, little look yeah. over it when there's boxes, a yeah. whole box. That doesn't. That's not yeah. a quick scheme scam too. Well, actually, actually, the, the time passing thing is just something I want to get back to a bit actually because, mm. um, so in the in the scene with Chuck that we were just talking about with Chuck and his doctor, there's yeah. obviously quite a few weeks have gone by and you wouldn't that wouldn't have happened in days, would it? Like Chuck going from. No, um, ringing no, up the no. doctor like we saw him in the previous episode. Right. To getting a meeting, and with we can her. see on his list of days, can't we? That there's quite yeah. a few days. So, I think that's got to be a number of weeks, hasn't it? Really, rather than. And he's still doing his community service, Jimmy is. Yeah, and he's still involved with the guys in the guitar shop because you know he's done the free he's done the free advert for them, but now he's going back to do the not and free. And we ones. know that he's got these week slots, so he has to do them really. Pro- yeah. Do you know what? Maybe it doesn't quite fit. Yeah. Like yeah, but you, and then you could you could I suppose in some ways say that none of these things have to all happen at the same no, time, do they? They don't have to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to. In some where they where the storylines meet up, they obviously have to run concurrently because that would make any sense. Yeah, sure. But Chuck's story doesn't really have to move forward at the same paces. Um, no, but you know, I think conventions would have it that. They yeah, you sort anyway, of expected to do that. Not out. Yeah. Outrageously yeah. outrageous. Um, so another thing about the scene with um, Jimmy and Kim in mm. in the office where he's playing guitar, um, Jimmy seems so like he says he like you you just mentioned he says um, that that wasn't yesterday that was Tuesday meaning mm. she hasn't been home kind of thing. Yeah. And he then he says oh yeah you 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 came home and you picked up clean clothes do you remember and that which is the attitude of a man who's who's annoyed that his partner is always out working and yet is that Jimmy would Jimmy behave like that because he's been a lawyer himself and he knows how, he knows how much uh, Kim's had to work for his made a verdict contract well at the moment he's he's lonely and bored on his own probably a lot yeah. of the time and he's dismissing her and he's he's grumpy and his back hurts I think yeah. that's what we're supposed to, I think that's what we're supposed to take not that this is you know, he, he kind of apologises, doesn't he, when he snaps at her about something. Yeah. It back. But I'm it's d- almost like that's the reason why she takes the case, just in a kind of, oh, God, I'm not going to spend any more time with you than I have to. I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe. I, I, I just don't quite buy the Jimmy's Jimmy being annoyed reasons at the moment. No. I think he's always known that people are shit. And, and, and he knows that... I feel like it's slightly... A slightly writerly, strong, you know, crowbarring 
and another plot point in, in some ways. We need we need yeah. we need Jimmy to be um, a bit annoyed with people in general, and also perhaps with Kim in order to move the move him a bit nearer to being becoming Saul Goodman. I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. We'll see well, how. Kind of like last but, week, I believed yeah. his his really hard you know time and his eventual breakdown in front of the malpractice woman insurance person were we not thinking that was possibly um done deliberately in order to incriminate well i didn't think so and as i've been listening to the somewhat slightly more popular podcast that's put out by vince gilligan (laughs) themselves oh yes there's another one is there well besides our one there is another one oh okay don't necessarily advise it but you know if you're if you're really feeling out there, you can know it. it's very good. Um, and their, their implication was it was very much he, he did, you know, he, that's him breaking down, that's him losing it. Okay. But and yeah, he does incriminate Chuck at the same time. I think he's just, you know, yeah. grabbing at the straws. Who knows? But, but their implication was that he almost did that accidentally. Like, he didn't really mean to incriminate Chuck. No, I don't think that. I think they just no. thought, you know, he when he begins to cry, yes, yeah. he's genuinely losing it. Okay. No, I think I, I think I'm not. Um, you know, you know, you always want to, don't you, when you're watching a, watching a really good character like Jimmy or Saul, is you want the character to be coherent the whole time, don't you? You don't want them to behave one way and then behave another way. And I'm not quite feeling that the, the Jimmy who breaks down in tears in the lawyer's office and the Jimmy who gets sort of a bit upset at Kim because she hasn't been home for a couple of days, they're not quite fitting with my understanding of the character somehow. And maybe that's maybe for other people they okay, are. Okay, I didn't I didn't yeah. have a problem with the Jimmy breaking yeah. down because I could just I could empathise with someone. You just have so many bad breaks and things yeah. going wrong for you. And as somebody who is a really positive, upbeat person that when they do go, they go down in that dramatic way, you know? They, they don't have a... Yeah, if maybe. anything, I is maybe less likely to have him growl, grouchy with his girlfriend, but on the other hand, bad backs, as, as we know in this household, <laughs> can make a person pretty grumpy. That is true, yeah, even self-inflicted ones. Even self-inflicted yeah. ones, yeah. So I, I, I didn't have a problem. Yeah. I didn't have a problem. Um, who else have we got? Oh, well, we haven't talked about Nacho yet, have we? And his plan to Dr. Hector's so, um, like, Hector's we, were, pills. we were like playing around, what the hell was he doing? And, and I got overexcited with the BNF or something last week, looking up... What's the BNF? The British National Formulary. Okay, I don't think many people really know that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> unlike the BNP, which is the British National Party, which is completely different. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was just going to give him empty pills because then he... I always thought the whole thing of taking pills apart seemed so complicated. Anyway, I thought that he could just nick the old pills and empty them and that would be easier. But I suppose the thing is he has to do the swap quickly. So that Hector doesn't notice that the pills have gone missing. I suppose it is quite hard to get. Although, to be fair, he could have just gone to his doctor said he's got some chest pains and they given might have given him the same pills anyway. Well, they might have done, but they also might not. They might not. Yeah. yeah I mean, they <laughs> might have to go to the doctor with a hell of a lot of complaints. Oh, yeah. oh it's still really bad. Can we try another <laughs> medication? Yeah, 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 okay. So that would have got complicated. But anyway, I, have to, I have to say, though, although I although I sort of liked Nacho's plan and I felt very tense whilst he was about putting the, um, yeah, yeah. Putting the pills in his pocket, there would have been an easier way of doing it, I think. Why didn't he wait till he went to the toilet? To put the pillow back in his jacket rather than going through this complicated 
And um, there, there was this whole thing about how he had to, like, to get them out. Yeah. He was doing lots of squatting round down by yeah. his jacket and, like, making up reasons or doing his shoelace. I mean, he didn't do his shoelace up, but, you know. Yeah. But somehow it was really important that he didn't do that again. He had to make yeah. this very difficult shot that we know he's been practising before. Yeah. Because if that had missed, they'd have gone on the floor and that would have been... That would have that been, been awful. That would have been completely numbers yeah. up. That's it. Yeah. Um, going back to the little montage where he is practicing and doing them. Oh, well, eight, yeah. One question is, what do you think he's putting in? They look like paracetamol to me or something, those pills. Do you think he's just got a fairly mundane pill? So he's just fill, filling them up with some sort of powder. Something that won't help the... What's he to take them for? Is it heart heart problems? Yeah. Don't worry. We, we talked about this and I was really boring about it last week. So oh, OK, let's right. Let's not be boring again. Yeah. But, well, you think he's just putting something pretty innocuous in there that well, so, won't help. Yeah I, yeah, I thought that rather than a poison because they look like just like regular pills yeah. getting from somewhere. It wasn't like... It wasn't signposted, da-da-da, this is... And also a poison would be traceable, uh, wouldn't it? Like, yes, you know, yes. Yeah, so... True. Yeah. Um, so... So the idea is that it's still just an inert something. Yeah. I think he could have actually got, possibly, when he asked the guy for the really expensive empty packaging, he could have just said, could you just put it in, you know, fill it with an inert subject? Well, why not just make them empty? <laughs> Leave them yeah. empty. Well, you might, I suppose you could say you might notice an empty That's film. true, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just thought, I mean, I, 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 can, I can go, I can empty. slide over all the stuff about the filling the pills up and whatever, that's all fine as a story thing, but... The switching of the thing, I thought there are, it's there's so yeah. dangerous a way to do it, and they yeah. kind of create this incredible nervousness in that show. Yeah, which you know is 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 it's great, and you know, I did believe it, and his little hands shaking, yeah. and stuff like that. Has he got um, little hands like Donald Trump? Hands, <laughs> hand shaking. Well, what I meant was it was a he was keeping everything very confined, yeah, and and hidden. Also, the swapping of the pills between his legs whilst he's sitting yes. in front of him that seemed a bit. Bit silly to do I as well. could sort of understand you've got to take them away, and then he had a thing, and it wasn't a very easy thing to put them in. He's not gone to the toilet and done that. Oh, yeah. could he done? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That was good anyway. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say was that in the montage of him practicing the pill yeah. drop bit, I really liked the music. It was yeah, just I did really, too. Yeah. Again, they often choose music that's just not the kind of classic montagey music. Yeah. I thought that was good. So Some of the crazy, crazy sort of uh, uh, Mexican bands we've had for drug dealing and Breaking Bad and things like that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's been more weird too. But yeah, yeah. I, I like that. What do you think would have happened if uh, Hector had seen him? Like, seen him do what? Seen him, re and re you know, realise something was up. Well, I wouldn't have fancied his chances, really. You know, Hector's an old guy. You know, it's, what you mean? You could have. It's a funny one that you think if it actually came to a power, you know, a, um, yeah, some point of strength contest between the two of them, surely he has it up on. I mean, I that's an interesting question. Why does Hector have this power? I always, well, I suppose Nacho knows that Hector has the force of the cartel behind him, doesn't he? And like big family connection, yeah, things like that. You know, there's. It's not just the people who are around Hector at at any one time. It's like what would happen, what the reprisals would be to anyone yeah. who did anything to him. Yeah. 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 Um, and we have Crazy 8 back again. Yes, who, who? Um, and this is kind of my point about the time shift with Chuck, had a black eye, Crazy 8 yes. So kind of implying that this was it's not, not too... How long did the black eye last for, a uh, medical professional person? <laughs> yeah, because I know that. Um, I know. 
I only know from people that have had black eyes. Um, it can be a week or two, can't it? I think it? a week or two, yeah, yeah. At most, a little bit, yeah. So we can just about go with that, I think, can't we, as far yeah. as like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. what's been going on with Chuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then again, Jimmy's story through this. So he has a couple of good kind of turnarounds, basically. The first one is the guys in the music store. Yeah. I like those two guys in the music store. <laughs> what I really like is I think they work well together, don't you? You can imagine how their business works and thrives and... What, the way they were talking to each other, kind of... Yeah, they've got good yeah. communication. Yeah. Um, I, and do we believe that his Jimmy's one probably really dodgy commercial seems to have managed to brought the whole town into this shop? Well, I don't know. I don't understand advertising. Yeah. I don't know why anyone does it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we would take that as red. Yeah. And then he's got, I quite like the sort of ethical dilemmas or the ethicalness of both sides of it. They're, them realising there's something a little bit dodgy about him. You know, yeah. That, uh, and then them sort of wanting to take the commercial he did for free and then just, you know, not give him any business or any share of it. Yeah. Which is a bit unfair. Yeah, that's really shitty of them. That's really shitty of yeah. them. They sort of offer him a bit of money for, you know, they offer him the money that would cover the costs for, like, one transmission of an advert. Yeah. Um, which wasn't outrageous. But then he does say he's probably got the copyright, so they can't, you know, yeah. they can't just do it anyway. I mean, he is trying to sell them quite a big, you know, he's trying to get, like, what, six and a half grand out of them, wasn't it, or something, for... Yeah, for seven they, commercials. So what did they which say? Is, 450 each. What's 450 times? Well, about six or so. Uh, so, 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 so what? He's like doubling it or so. The cost. Of, uh, yeah, well, it's 450 times seven, 420. Yeah, he's pretty much doubling it, yeah. So that's... And, and it is, to be fair, what they say, why do we need a different commercial for each show the same one again? Yeah. That yeah. is a pretty fair point, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they're like, they're a bit shitty with it, so yeah. saying, well, that's it, sod off, you know, we yeah. will, we do it ourselves, it's a piece of cake, you've only got like crappy, you know, students yeah. doing this. Um, and and then he decides to, to do one of the classic kind of uh, scams he's talked about before, I think, way yeah. back when, the sort of falling over scam, um, was because he have a, a nickname, like... Something about Slippery Jimmy or something. Oh, yeah. I think Sli so. Sliding over Jimmy? I don't know, yeah. but it's implying that he's a, you know, he does that thing. Slip. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, the yeah, there we go, the title, yeah. Um, and you sort of think, oh, yeah, it's sort of fair. Okay. They... He's not too impressed with himself, either, I don't think, is he, when he's lying in, in his office with the guitar. It's not like he's... No. Yeah. So what has he done? He's managed to get, obviously, some money out of them. I think he's got them to pay all of the six and a half grand, basically, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And he's got a guitar. And he's got a guitar, yeah. Which he also probably needs. <laughs> I know, yeah. I'd like to have seen the discussion where they threw the guitar into the bargain yeah, as well. Yeah, that would probably been some. But it's... <laughs> yeah. But then when, he, then when he also does his sort of, like, next scam of the programme, mm. which is with the community service guy organising the litter collection... He seems quite happy with himself at the end of that, doesn't he? He gets 700 quid off the drug dealer guy and he's lying there and he's smiling and, and, you're, thinking, and he's, you're thinking, well, okay, this is now what he's going to do. Yeah, so that did feel like, okay, so now he's getting into dodgy, dodgy dealings yeah. and essentially that's where his character's going. Like you said, this doesn't feel an exciting, you know, just the kind of, 
these things that have opportunistically popped up in his way. Yeah. And he's he's reverted to an older character type of his. Yeah. None of this is super. It's not surprising. surprising or, no, I I I definitely want to see some kind of possible redemption for him before he goes full Saul Goodman. I think that would be very disappointing if we didn't see any 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 kind of you know any kind of move back towards being with Kim, being a responsible citizen, that kind of thing. If if it's just a, a linear slide down to become yeah. Saul Goodman, yeah. that's gonna, yeah, yeah, not yeah. going to be very satisfying, I don't think. Yeah. King douche noodle. King, king douche nozzle. Nozzle. King douche nozzle. What was that in reference to? No, I've got. I've just written that in big letters. Oh, that that was uh, what he called the guy who was organising the litter collection. Okay. Yeah. You just want to stand here being king douche nozzle. <laughs> Do I, you think that guy would have fallen for it? Because the thing is, when somebody sort of threatens you, yeah, you tend to get. If you don't always act in your best interest. This guy, so it may well be yeah. that the, the man's best interest would have been served by avoiding a possible court case. We don't yeah. know for sure how well Jimmy's... And all he had to do to get it was to sign up some hours, which some people hadn't done. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a big deal. But you know how, especially um, you know, a macho guy as well, but I think yeah. anybody to some extent feels, I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't, yeah. you know, I think... I don't think I'd have done it. And it wasn't like he knew that Jimmy was a lawyer or anything, was it? So, <laughs> and maybe maybe that would have helped if we'd had some way of the guy, if the guy had been known somehow that Jimmy was yeah. a lawyer, then he'd have kind of been a bit more fearful of this. Um, Jimmy was coming out loads of lawyer lawyer speak, yes, right, which is which is a little bit more threatening. It but, is, it is kind of it is his Jedi mind yeah. control thing. Yeah. Um, it was, no, nah, I mean, I think go along with him. Falling but you think, you, you know, in that case, wouldn't everyone be pulling that kind of... Uh, yeah, falling over. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you have this vague idea that people do in America <laughs> know that, you know, it's a much more litigious society. Well, do you not remember, and I'm only remembering this from a newspaper, so it could have been complete bullshit. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was from years ago, actually. Reading a story about... Um, some parents who kept enrolling their daughter in a horse riding school and then claiming yeah. that she'd been yes. injured like, yeah, in, many, in lots of different schools. Yeah, and yeah. that was in Britain as well. That was in Britain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah probably some people do do. Yeah. Insurance scams and whatnot are, are definitely a thing. And, yeah, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, last thing, last yeah. thing. Uh, although, I mean, although, although... I'm feeling a little bit shaky about Jimmy's story here. I quite like the different hooks in this episode for what's going to happen in the future with Chuck and Nacho and Mike. Uh, yeah, I got. I like. I like the Nacho and Hector and kind of that's yeah. a drama. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, uh, you know Kim's story of going a little bit overworked. I'm not sure how excited <laughs> I'm going to get about that. You know? Yeah, but um, we know that Kim's role essentially is as Jimmy's partner here, don't we? And and what's going to happen between them that means yeah. they're no longer together, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Partner, both business partner and romantic partner. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, what future that's got. And so I think things will go a little bit more, uh, you know, global next. Um, global? Uh, well, bigger for Jimmy's kind of um, scams next in the next couple of episodes i'm sure okay what you're thinking that his sort of liking of the scam that he's just done is that leading to something yeah like that. yeah that yeah. he might have some bigger thing he's still yeah. got money that he's got to come up with and yeah. you know so 
Yeah, I think just yeah. knowing that we're at yeah. nine and ten coming up is good. As I, I've got a, speed. I've got a slight um, fear that perhaps we because uh, there were some really cracking episodes earlier in the season, weren't there? And they were mainly what got some fan pleasers, weren't they? Seeing lots of Breaking Bad references and yeah, but the one the big episode that was a real good one was the classic court one. You know. The... Yes. No. No. True. Yeah. There's also a good classic court, but but but. A lot of this season has been involved with things about Gus, hasn't it? And Hector and, you know, old Breaking Bad characters are bringing back in and seeing seeing how their stories mm. affect Jimmy's story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if those very fan-pleasing episodes from earlier, they can't keep doing those kind of thing, can't they? They can't mm. keep bringing back no, Breaking Bad stuff. Maybe well, it's, yeah, maybe we'll the fact, maybe I'm, the... I'm, I'm going to say that things will accelerate next week. Yeah, and have a good, okay. A good, a good uh, climax. So we've got, uh, we've got the one scene at the end with, where Mike goes to yeah. Gus to ask to help lord the money. Yeah, so, yeah. A, where did that £200,000 come from? Well, isn't some of it's from the guy mm. whose name I've forgotten, the... Um, Bet. No. No, no, the... Oh. The guy, the kind of dorky guy. Yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? You found out his oh, name last week. Price, I think, yeah. is. Yeah. Does he have some crazy yeah, double-barrel surname? I can't remember. It's, yeah. it's a big one. Price is like a middle name, but I think Price right. is his character name. Generally. But he, he's he been paying Mike for doing various uh, jobs for him, hasn't yes, he? Yes, yes. So, how much, though? Anyway, okay, we know, because he does do dodgy stuff inside, so let's explain. Uh, and he got well. the 50 grand from Hector, remember? Yes. yes. 50 grand yep, for, yeah. Okay, so he's got that. And then he goes to, basically, just wants to launder the money, yeah. doesn't he? Um, and weirdly, Mike has loads of dodgy contacts, but he doesn't have any contacts in money laundering apart from. Mike has dodgy contacts. What's his dodgy well, contacts? Well, he does. Like, well, a dodgy contacts as in the guy who can get him anything. Oh, the vet or guy. The vet yeah. guy, and yeah. also get him weird jobs. Yes. Doing various things. That's as true. Well. Yeah. He's, he's a dodgy contact. Um, yeah. But. Okay, so we, we go along with the fact that he doesn't know anybody else who can help him with the money laundering. Yeah. And... Why would Gus want to help him, though? Well, I presume, because he says, um, you know, he's not going to just take the money. I wouldn't have taken money from the bank. Yeah. <laughs> um, that he has got some other thing, is he? some other way, which will probably... He wants Mike to work for him because he is the OAP you need on your side. <laughs> <laughs> So, Although, uh, I mean, as Gus himself says here, it wouldn't do them any good for Hector to know that they're working together. No, he doesn't want to be yeah. visible, but he does. These, obviously, there's some shenanigans he's got planned, something he yeah. wants Mike for. So the only thing I didn't get was, you know, Mike's smart. He knows there's got to be a catch. There's something. He's not going to take his yeah. 20% he's offered. There's something going on. But they shake on it. They shake on a deal that you don't, he doesn't know the full details of. We, yes. we as the audience are being kept in the dark, um, which is obviously a fair enough. But I don't think Mike makes a handshake without knowing everything. No, him. and we're shown that we're very much shown the handshake in full close up, aren't Absolutely. we? Absolutely, that's the um, the, the that's meant to be say Mike is now working for Gus, isn't yes. it? Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. So he's just like agreed to it in a kind of oh, hang on, what you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So what's going to happen to... What's going to happen... Mike's not just going to then become an employee of Gus, is he? No, no, and then no. that's going to be it. That's no, a... I'm sure there's going to be more, you know, just him luring him in, getting him to 
because we know the Gus from Breaking Bad is very clever at getting somebody to be. Yeah. You know, he sucks um, uh, Walter in in, in, a, in a clever way. Yeah. So he's going to suck Mike in by who knows offering him. So, I don't know. Yeah, I can't quite work out how it will be. Um, but yeah, somehow he will get him enfolded into his business and slightly implicated in it. I was just trying to think if they're saying if Gus is saying here um, it would it would be bad for them if Hector saw that Gus and Mike were working together. Yeah. Obviously yeah. Gus and Mike are working together in Breaking Bad some yeah. undisclosed number of years later. Yep. And would Hector not see Hector still around, would that not be a problem? Or is that a past breaking bad so some thing that's thing that, that can't that hasn't quite been dealt with, you think? Oh, oh, or maybe the fact that there'll be some point where Hector no longer... I mean, the Hector in Breaking Bad is not the Hector here, is he? He no. hasn't got any... He's respected, kind of looked at to, but not. he's not got the power because that's true. he's physically incapable. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true, yeah. Oh, although he does still have the backing of the cartel, doesn't he? The backing of the cousins uh, and the backing of the... Uh... Yeah, he does, but obviously he's, he's weak in power, so, you know. Yeah. And anyway, it's not that big a deal, is it, surely? Mike is just no. a guy, a dude who's kind of... Mike and up against... Gus don't have to really be seen together either, do they, I suppose? No. Yeah. No. Well, but they, yeah. they would be known to be. Anyway. So, uh, so my last question would be, what do you think the, the climax of the season's going to be with only two episodes to go? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really know either. Um, but it's... Do you think, oh, so we've got the things on the go. I mean, so I think something might happen with Hector's not going to take the pills. Maybe he will take the pills. There's that. That's obviously a dramatic thing yes. with the Hector. Um, obviously, we know that Hector's not going to die because of it, because no. he's still alive years later. But yeah, it could be what show. it could be what called. Yes, I have, a feeling, I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling about Nacho. <laughs> Yeah. That was um, another thing I was thinking. What, why do you think Nacho feels the need to work for Hector? Just for the money? Because he works for his dad as well, doesn't he? Well, yeah, but he didn't want to just be like his dad. No. He didn't want to be like his dad. He didn't, you know, he wanted a criminal lifestyle and then you get into it and then you can't get out of it. I suppose. Yeah. Can he not get out of it? All fiction tells us you can't get out yeah, of it. So he can't go to Hector no. and say, can I have my P45, please? I feel... No, no, it never works like that, does it? No. Never, ever, ever in fiction. I'm, I'm sure in reality they're much more easygoing about kind of, you know... I say, oh, look, you know, my mum's ill, I've got to go look after yeah, her. Yeah, I just need to time out. It's yeah. not really working out. Yeah, it's, it's not done in fiction. That's yeah. it. You're there. You know too many secrets, so I can't let you go alive. I suppose. Does um, no one ever think about this before they get into being like a mid-level drug dealer? Not, no. no. Um, so that's going to be a biggie. You got Chuck's not seem to threatening to do anything apart from maybe leave the house and buy groceries. No. So don't know, but maybe I it's don't know. It's difficult to see what the what the big what event the might be or the be. threat to Jimmy is really. Isn't and like it? I said, yeah. it's something. It feels like Jimmy's gonna do some other scammy thing in order to make money but so maybe it's a a bigger scam thing that jimmy's gonna get into that he doesn't want kim and others finding finding out about and it's the threat that they might find out possibly and they can keep it possibly, yeah classic breaking bad scenario keeping something from your yes partner, maybe yeah. although mm, okay okay yeah 
Well, well we okay, we should see. see. I think yeah. this is hanging in for better times next time. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, so, uh, if you'd like to contact the podcast about anything, you can email us at betteroverhaulstool at ethancrane.com, C R A N E dot com, or uh, you can leave a message on our webpage. Just go to ethancrane.com and follow the links for Better Overhaul Stool podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.